Father, we just pray. We thank you, Lord. 
Lord, we just ask that you take our mind where you are, Lord. We know that that's a sound place. And Father, take our emotions where you are. Take our mentality, everything, Lord, that has come up and, and may have even brought some form of doubt or fear, Lord. Just take us where you are. We know when we get where you are, Lord, we know that there's safety, there's security, there's a peace of mind. So I just welcome everyone to recognize Christ is in you. A hope of glory. I, I just ask you just to turn and, and, and within and just pay attention to the living Jesus inside of you. And to say, God, I thank you that you're always with me. You said you'd never leave me or forsake you. And Lord God, I just rest and, and I enter into that place with you inside of me that, that just knows all peace and knows that all is going to be well all is going to be good because it's in your hands and i thank you lord that you're faithful you're faithful to the end we bless you lord jesus for all that you've done in us and through us and lord we just thank you father for just bringing us in bringing us into that place mine may have been angry about something may have been frustrated about something but lord that i just come and say there's something in me there's god in me that's greater than my surroundings and and i don't need to be out there with that i need to be in here with with you Lord and I need to be in the place with you so I just rush in and, and just sit in the presence of God and I welcome you Lord God to, just to do all that you need to do with me and do all that you need to do through me Lord to just have your way so I, I just I just employ you right now to just uh, enter into that place where God speaks wisdom speaks the very knowledge and speaks the understanding of what you need for your entire life because he loves you, he cares for you, and, and the enemy would love to think, make you think you separated from God. And no, you're not. There's a, there's a connection there that God builds and God strengthens and God restores. And we thank him for it. I want to lift you up in prayer. If you have any needs in your body, in your life, uh, we just want you just to begin to receive prayer right now. Just receive healing, healing in your mind and in your thought life. Uh, I just sense on me the presence of God is telling me that uh, some of your thoughts have been scattered. You've been having some some wild uh, dreams, imagination, and, and, and just you can't seem to have your thoughts to stay stable and control. I, I just pray in the name of Jesus that, that you have a sound mind. And that, that sound means it's not plural. You won't hear sounds you will have a sound mind, that you will have an organized thought life. You will have a, a sustaining thought life that won't run wild and won't run from thought to thought to thought. But you'll be established and be able to understand and walk in the thought that you have, complete it, and then go to the next one. I just pray over your mind that it is aligned to be focused, uh, to be filled, and uh, most of all, to bring an enlightenment to you as you receive that you are completely stable in your mind I pray healing in your body and from the top of your head to the soles of your feet I just thank God that he is the healer he is the God that heals us uh, I come against the spirit of rejection in the name of Jesus that brings a sickness within our heart and within our soul and within our mind I just pray the blessings of God that 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 Goliath is being defeated in the name of Jesus that we are not the rejected we are received received by God Almighty. We sit at the right hand of the Father. And I just thank you, Lord, as you begin to consume us. And, and these 
areas that begin to go from just one to thought to a sickness God says I've called you to be healed by my stripes you are healed and you are blessed and if the son has set you free you are free indeed so be released from critical words be released from abusive words be released from letdowns and be released from those things right now in the name of Jesus that God may be able to just lift you up and hold you up and hear his word over anyone else's and father we just thank you God for coming in and healing us strengthening us in our mind and we believe it is so we thank you according to Daniel 10 12 you hear us when we pray in Jesus name everybody say Amen. Amen. You may be so much for praying with me. You know, I had said in last service, I said, man, it'd be, wouldn't it be something if your thoughts went up on a screen and everyone could see your thoughts? How rough would that be for us? And, and I was like, well, aren't we glad that don't happen? Well, that's not necessarily true. I'm going to show you how your thoughts <laughs> go public. <laughs> All right, going to show you that your thoughts are actually seen by people. So it's, we're going to call this one the cinema of the heart, the cinema, the theater. Like some of you guys who love to go to the movies, I'm so proud of you. And just lose two hours of your life. Uh, our mouth plays clips from our heart. Our mouth plays clips like it's, it's a playlist of what's in your heart. It's when your mouth speaks, it tells us. That's what's there. Uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 43 and through 45. And here's the verse that says that. It says, For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither doeth a corrupt tree bringeth forth good fruit. For every tree is known by his own fruit. For, out, for of thorns men do not gather figs, nor of bramble bush gather they grapes. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. An evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you, we, we draw to you and get closer to you and lean to you and turn into you in all ways, Lord. That, Father, as we pray the prayer of Psalms 51, create in me a clean heart, renew in me a right spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, so, so if, if we've heard something said or, or something came out of you that you hadn't said in a long time, or let me put it this way, you didn't mean to say it, right? It wasn't, I didn't wake up this morning and determined to say that. Uh, how many of you ever said something, man, I don't know where that came from, right? And, and, but it's there. It's, it's, it's there. It is, it is camped out. It is there. And, and so what we have to do is, is to purify what we say, we have to purify our heart, right? Because your, 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 your mouth will expose your heart. And so, so uh, Bianca, they, they, she has small daughters, if whatever Bianca and Anthony say at home, the kids will make sure to expose them. They don't know not to say it, if, if they say something wrong, okay? So case in point, uh, Miracle, when she was really little, and they would very, uh, I mean, Danny, you get, you I mean, y'all must be great fathers, you men who get to see her. They, they didn't trust me with the kids by myself. 
but I got to take her to the, to the store, and you know she could talk. And we were at an HEB. She's little. She's in the basket. And this lady was the checker. Had you know she done some with her hair that was amazing. Like there was some dips, and she had turned pull over here, and she had some stuff going. And and Miracle goes, that looks like an amusement park. And I went, can't get that back. I can't get that back. I can't get that back. Well, she said it because I said, when we got to the line, that lady's hair looked like an amusement park. And I don't know what she was doing. There was a slot, like it was slick here, flipped here, pulled over here, like, and that's all I thought of. But she got, wait till we got up there and goes, that looks like an amusement park. Yeah, 20 years old now, she won't do that. And I just stood there like, I just turned maroon because, you know, I, I can't go red. And, and I thought, well, look at that. Look at that. You know, you just have to be careful what you say because they don't, they don't know that you're not supposed to say that in front of other people. They think they're supposed to do it. Your, your heart, if you keep something in there, hidden, it doesn't know not to come out of your mouth. It's going to come out. And that's why we always have to expose our heart to God and expose our heart. Like in, in, in our marriage, our marriage is like, hey, honey, here's my heart. Here's your heart. That way. And, and, and Pastor Rita, she, 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 if she was here, she'd tell you, when we expose our heart to one another, that whole, I'm going to say something so negative to you, that just doesn't happen because she already has it. You know what I mean? Out of the abundance of the heart that you have, my mouth is going to speak blessings to you. If you really love your children with all your heart, they would never be stupid, dumb, ignorant, fool. You know what I mean? If, if you truly love them with your heart. Because then that means out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth is going to speak. That don't mean you don't discipline, but I'm just saying you will not tear them down. You would correct them, not criticize them. So the mouth is, the, is a theater of what is in our heart, Right? We've heard that, have you ever heard that said about a drunk person? A drunk person speaks a sober mind. They just need to get drunk before they can tell you all. Some about alcohol make people feel like Superman. Or super crazy. Let's go with super crazy. Let's not do that to Superman. And then because why? Because it's a built-in excuse, right? I said that because I was drunk. You were drunk, but your heart was still sober. They ain't going to take you down to the police station and go check his heart, see how much alcohol is in there. No, it's not in there. But when you can collectively put your hurts with a chemical, then you can say what hurts you to hurt others. People say that God is the only one that knows their heart. Have you heard that? God knows my heart, and so do we. When you start talking, my, I, my twin used to say, I have horrible looking feet, right? And I had my feet out one night in some chunklas because I just didn't care anymore. And he goes, boy, you know good and well this past your feet's curfew. I was like, what? what's wrong with you? He goes, them, you know them supposed to be up. At the night, they turn into Shrek. You know, it's just, like, it's just out of control. 
he said that, and, and we, we, were, we were talking about the fact of that when people make that statement that God knows my heart, what they're saying is that I don't have to be responsible, and that's not necessarily true. You do have to be responsible. I have to be responsible for what, for what I say. In fact, the Bible says we'll be judged for every idle word. Anybody just had an idle word? That was mine at, the, at H-E-B. Now, I, by the way, I did not apologize to that lady. I didn't say a word. I just, just was in shock that it came out such a little beautiful mouth, so sweet. Says, but according to this verse, when we speak, it is a revelation of what is in our heart. James chapter 3, verse 8 says, no man, listen, no man, that means zero, can tame the tongue. And have you ever walked into a situation, I ain't going to say nothing, I'm just going to sit here, and then that thing start boiling and in you like some, some hot uh, whatever. It's just boiling, <laughs> and you just got to say something, right? You just go there and you're like, oh, I was going to hold my tongue. I said all day, I wasn't going to say nothing. I said all day, you ever, I ain't going to gossip, I ain't going to get caught up in there, and all of a sudden they start the whole thing. Right? Because if you, you cannot, no man can tame the tongue. And, and, and here's the reason why they can't tame the tongue. Because they start trying to stop talking where that's the fruit of the problem. What they have to do is change their heart if they're going to change their mouth. Right? And if I get something in my heart... And I don't want to deal with that, but I want to say, I'm just not going to say it anymore. Until it gets out of here, it's going to keep coming out of there. Right? And so it's, it's got to be a heart change. So you've got to be real about it. We tell people about their faith and about their belief and about walking with God and, and about Jesus. Is that it, it, I know why you don't pray, because it's not down in there, depending on the circumstance. And so what you have to do is say, God, I give you my heart. We sing that song, Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my heart. And why is that? Because someone needs to hear you be encouraging to them. Someone needs to hear it. it says, and, and no man can control it. If you, if you chase just trying to shut up and walk around muted all day, which is impossible. I, I know how to not say something wrong. I'm just going to not talk. Well, that's not what God wants. What he wants is for you to purify your heart so you'll not talk the wrong way. And so he can, he can bless it. So you fix your tongue by fixing your heart. How do I not say words I shouldn't say? Get them out of your heart. Because as long as they're down in there, they're going to come up. <laughs> they're going to grocery line you. Just think of the grocery line. So it's got to be tame. So words are, listen to this, words are more painful, right? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but what they say, words will never hurt me. And that's not true. Words are more painful because they come from the heart, which gives them a greater ability to break hearts. They know where they came from. They know how to hurt what they came from. And that's why those words are just so powerful they're 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 so they're so broken and 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 begin to, to think about that so so now i'm easing in i'm breaking a shell on these this, this, especially this one lady this friend of mine who, who says she don't believe in god and says she's an atheist and and i talk about i said man well, who's the last person that that, that that you broke up with well i didn't break up with them they broke up with me bam there it is it's relationships it's relationships and she goes you know don't worry, man. I tell everybody, man, that we're friends. 
I said, you're 27. You tell people you're friends with a 50-year-old person? Their friends must think you ain't got no kind of friendship. She thinks that's, she thinks that's funny because of the fact that she's, what she says is, but I know something's changing in me. I know something's changing. Right? So we take everything we have because now she can't get the wrong words out of me because the wrong words are not in here. Right? Have, you ever, have y'all got relatives that try to make you say something bad? Yeah, y'all got them? To try to just, I'm going to make you cuss if it's the last thing I do today. Well, you know, I ain't going to let you make me cuss, but I am going to let you make me hit you in the head with a stick. <laughs> I am going to let that happen. Right? And you have those people who will antagonize you. And that, that should strengthen you even more to know that God has solidified your heart. When something has happened to you and you broke out with Jesus, that's what's in your heart. That's what's in your heart. You see something, you, the first thing popping in your head, Jesus, because he's there. He's there. And, and, and you know that. Some of us feel like, man, I just don't know if I'm really right with God. The fact that you haven't committed a homicide on some situations, you're good. Amen. <laughs> God's got you. Amen. <laughs> this is someone who's there, a fellow brother. So... If words come from the heart, that means they got access to the heart, people can be violent with their words. Be violent with their words. The, the number one bullying thing is not pushing and hitting in schools. The number one is words. That's the number one bullying issue that's there, is words. They're, those words. And, and little kids can't quit hearing those words. They can't keep quit. What do they see on social media? They don't see punches. They see words. Cyberbullying is based on words and communication. This little person that got something, their little heart is messed up, and so now they're saying words that is coming from their heart. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 uh, through 24 says, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Uh, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Right? Uh, man, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough thing because um, I, I, will, I, will, I will tell people, you know, because they'll say, you know, uh, you know, they say, you know, we're so intolerant. This, these folks say this. We're so intolerant. We're, we're just so ignorant and backwards, and we don't know how to, how to treat people. We should love everybody. We should respect everybody. I said, okay. I mean, I agree with you. I said, you know what? Here's what I need for you to do. I need for you to quit, quit cussing around me. That's disrespectful to me, and that offends me. All right. As I said, okay, so we're going to love everybody. We're gonna, you're gonna love, I'm going to love you, and you're going to love me, and we're going to respect each other. And, 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 and I tell you, the, the minute I've said it, they, they haven't been able to stop it. They haven't been able to stop themselves from saying it. They, they keep saying it. So here's what, I, here's what I do, and I go like, so, so what do you want me to do? Like, you don't respect. And I know you can't stop, by the way, until you do something with your heart. You can say, excuse me. So I said, so now, if I say something offensive, now, by the way, how many of y'all believe the word sweetie is a bad word? I didn't think so either. 
I didn't think so either. I just said, oh, man, thank you. I said, tell this lady, thank you, sweetie. That's awesome. Don't you ever talk to me like that. I'm not some little bimbo. I I got some other names that I'm thinking, (laughs) sharing with you. She goes, I can't believe you said something like that. I go, you know what, man? You know, like, let me just (laughs) tell you something. You've been going for three months straight saying stuff I asked you not to say. I said one word. I said, okay, so let's, I'll pull that away. We'll do it. But it's impossible for someone to do what they're not letting God help them do, right? Because they can't undo without becoming undone. Right? And so, so God has to begin to get in there. Words and, and the heart walk together, which means if you do say something, don't condemn yourself. Just know that God has a better phrase, a better heart for you. He has a better way to say it. Uh, this little dude came up to me and go, man, how do you speak to people? How do you do that? Like, he was all fired up about it. I go, because my heart has a bunch of words in it. He go, can I do that? I go, yeah, quit talking during reading time. Okay. (laughs) The words that we allow in us will influence the heart, and those words will form a vocabulary in our life. You can have a vocabulary of fear, a vocabulary of hate, a vocabulary of anger, a vocabulary of doubt. You can have a vocabulary of frustration, a vocabulary of depression. And if you don't put the word of God in you, he says, incline, attend to my word so that your heart can be filled with my word. So when you speak, you will speak words that reflect me. God wants us to be filled with his word so that our heart and our mouth will be filled with his fruit. If we want to change our mouth, we must change what is in our heart. And if we want to change our heart, we must put the word in us daily. An uncontrolled mouth can be traced back to a divided heart. Right? So so how do we fix the heart? With the word of God. So I put the word of God in me, which is a heart surgery and heart medicine. That's going to change my heart. That means it's going to change my mouth. In fact, the Bible says in Matthew, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him, so go eat all the fried foods you want. He said what comes out of a man is what defiles him. How can you be defiled by what comes out of you? Because what comes out of you reveals what's really in you. I I, I I remember being in Bible school going, what does that mean? Because I've eaten stuff that's given me straight up indigestion. So that's not what that's talking about. People will judge you for what you eat, but in the midst of while they're judging you for what you eat, by the very fact that they're verbally judging you, they're more defiled than what you ate. Whatever it was. I am not licensing you to go eat whatever, by the way. But if you do, make sure you say praise the Lord when you're done. (laughs) Make sure that your heart is pure before God. We got to be daily. Uh, Acts chapter thirteen, verse twenty-two through twenty-three, and, and David was was a a prime example of this. He says, after removing Saul, he raised up David as their king and testified about him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart. 
after God's heart, which, okay, let me slow down. He will carry out my will in its entirety from the descendants of this man God has brought to Israel and the Savior Jesus as he promised. So David's heart was fashioned or built after God's, right? Which means they looked at God's heart and built David's heart. Or God looked at his own heart and says, he's fashioned after my heart, which means he's made to have a heart like God. Then David turned and he says, because David is a man after my heart, David says, here's the heart that looks like mine. I'm going to chase what looks like me. So his heart went after God because his heart was after God. So we are created in God's image. So our hunt is to go after what God's image is. And so since I'm made after God, I'm going to make my life after God. Right? The riddle goes on. So David's heart was shaped there. And so he says, my life was, was lived after God. And that's what we want our kids to know. You're after God's own heart. You're created in God's image. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Chase what you're made from. Not what someone is trying to make you to. Right? Somebody want to make you into something. God says, here's what you're made from. You don't have to be made to anyone else. Just go after what you're made from. And this is why David could get up from adultery. David could get up from murder. He could get up from those things because he knew what I'm supposed to be after. I may have stumbled along the way, but I know how to be after God. I'd rather be after God than before anything else. It's his word, without doubt. He knew it. David was able to bounce back from the, all those disappointments uh, because the relationship with God had, was heartfelt and not man-led. So it could bounce back when your heart is not man-led. Because man-led says this, that you messed up, and, and so every man needs to be down on you. But when it's heartfelt, it means it's God-felt. It means that God says, get up, repent. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Your past is over. It's done. So we have to get past the man-led. Man-led is, is not good. He could easily receive forgiveness because his heart craved what God had for him. Keep the word of God in your heart and your mouth will be filled with praise. Right? This is the heart of worship. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a desire to sing these worship songs that you see up there because the heart is filled. So I'm singing out of my heart. So God said, just make a joyful noise. He didn't say make a perfect noise. He said, make a joyful one. It's not joyful if your words are negative. So we want to make a joyful noise. Let me continue. Don't hold me up or stop me with all your response. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22 through 23 says, without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in a multitude of counselors, they are established. A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good is it? Right? I have a joy by what comes out of my mouth. If you've ever said the wrong thing when you didn't mean to and said it and felt like you might have offended someone, whether you did or didn't, but you worried that you did. You might have ever done that? Or you think, man, why did I even say that? Why did that even come out of my mouth? Now, the person may not even know what you're talking about, but because your heart is, is like, man, why do we still do that? Right? Your heart is like, why are we still here? Why haven't we moved on from here? And, and here, it's Proverbs is like that. 
if you speak the right word at the right time, right word at the right time, and I, I, man, I, I can only, I mean, I know we've done it at church, but I can tell you, assembly after assembly after assembly, uh, especially, I remember I was in Pittsburgh speaking at a college, and I was just, I, I can't even remember how the words came together. I just know this one kid brought up to me a notepad where he was writing his mom a letter, I'm going to quit school and go back home. I can't do this. This is not working for me. And, and I, I forget what I was talking about. He says, man, God sent you here to keep me from quitting and moving back to Chicago. You kept me in school. I said, well, I'm going to say since you said God, I'm going to say the Holy Spirit has kept you in school. Because I'm not that good to keep you in school. I'm leaving here. But when you have a word in due season, it'll fit together and join them together with their heart and with their faith. And this is why it's critical that we get in the word so we can have the right word to say for the due season for the folks that we love. So they can hear it. So they can be encouraged and be empowered. Uh, it is critical that we surround ourselves with godly friends because multiple hearts consumed with God will give a message with multiple victories. Imagine people after the same thing you're after in God. That's going to create multiple victories. Here, Deuteronomy 32 and 30 says this. One can chase a thousand. Two can chase 10,000. So that means people with the heart, if one of you with the heart, 1,000 go. But two of you with the right heart, 10,000 go. That's why we tell our friends, choose godly friends. Right? Don't choose maybe friends. Choose godly friends. The power of agreement will complete what couldn't be done alone. So it's that power. It's that agreement. Uh, it, the, make sure the heart is pure and your mouth will produce a double feature of God's will. I like that. I made that up. <laughs> so it is, it is coming to a place where how do I get my words right? It's freedom. It's part of the freedom. It's about the purity of God. And how do you enjoy your freedom? By making sure you're glorifying God. Right? Because if my life glorifies God, my freedom has more substance. Right? My, my freedom is more valuable when my life is spent glorifying God. It wouldn't be crazy that, okay, I'm saved, but I'm not going to glorify God by reaching out to anyone else. I'm saved, but I'm sorry, you're going to go to hell. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad you showed up here, but it's going to be hot where you're going. That, that doesn't glorify God. It doesn't. And, 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 and the same thing where if we're saved and we can read our body and we can worship, but then our tongue gets out in public and it's not relatable to what really should be in a heart we have to check that right and you have to work and you have to be mindful of the people around you and, and be mindful of those that who may be hurting around you amen amen all right i want you guys to bow your heads close your bibles close those notes i gave you and as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed and just want you just begin to just just believe and receive with me uh, over your heart. God, I receive not being the same. I receive the change in my heart. We have said some ugly and mean things, things that 
man, you know, like, why am I still saying this? Why is it still coming out? Well, I, I just pray right now for you just to receive all that God has for you. And even as we prayed at the beginning of Psalms 51, God created me a clean heart, renewed me in a right spirit. Renewing me, Lord God, the ability not to be so harsh. I may not be saying profane thing, but I'm harsh in the way I treat loved ones. I'm harsh in the way that I, I, I speak. It just comes across with a rough tone. I'm with family members, loved ones. I'm, I'm just, thank you, Jesus, for touching my heart right now. Showing me how to produce the words in a loving and kind manner. I thank you, Lord God, I just received my family coming to a person now with a gentle and kind heart to speak gentle and kind words. Speak the truth, speaking it in love. And Lord God, from this day forward, I plan to use my tongue to edify because my heart will be lifted up. And I bless you, Jesus, that Father God, out of the abundance of my heart, it will speak praise and honor to God. And Lord, you'll be glorified for what things are going to come out of me. Thank you for doing surgery on my heart, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, as I let and, and receive the word in me. I thank you for giving me the words to come out of me. I pray for everyone who's wanted to say really great things and you've gotten stuck and maybe, you know, even to a point where you're like, I know what I want to say, but I just don't know how to say it. I pray from this day forward, your words will form and shape and come out of you in an eloquent way and, and be able to speak volumes to those around you. And now as your heart it screams out and desires to speak, your tongue will line up just like Moses did and you will speak a word of deliverance to those that you love. And no more will you be stuck with the words in you and not being able to get them out of you. They're going to come out. They're going to flow. And you're going to be able to bless God with what you're saying because your heart is filled. And so shall you fill the rooms with the word of God. Lord, we thank you. We praise you for this night. We thank you that the cinema now is now rated G for God. My mouth will speak the theater of heaven, the theater of Jesus, the theater of the Holy Spirit, the theater of God Almighty. I'm going to be producing movies of God's presence. Lord, we honor you. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.